right, so we're live with episode three of a new podcast now. Technically our season one, if you will. The last two were season zero. I'm here with Sal. Hola. <laughs> we um, took last week off to go over sort of a rebranding of our podcast that is now only listened to by me, not even Sal. I can see the analytics when I open the thing. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, last week we came, we came up with the amazing name, Dev Boys. Um, it's pretty solid. Pretty solid, and it was really unironic. Like, <laughs> it was meant to be exactly what it was. It, it was what we picked. But um, after the week off, I guess I just, like, randomly thought about it more while driving. I think I called you a few days ago. Last weekend, huh? Is it almost yeah. a week now? Yeah. So I called you a week ago, and this is like our little, what is it called? Like the soapbox stream, right? <laughs> like like if it becomes something cool, but really we're doing this for ourselves. Exactly. But our, our issue was, my issue was, if this becomes something, Dub Boys isn't very sponsorable no, it is not. for the general public. No. It's very one-sided. Um, it's not inclusive, but um, this new title idea, I think not only helps with the title, but has given us a whole other avenue of content to talk about. You know, it's, it's our ability now to talk about the past, talk about the present, continue with what we were doing with adding more. I just feel like we have more to go off of with it. It can just, it's more easy, it's easier that way to talk about, so it definitely, it's more fitting for us. Yeah, I do agree. So with that being said, I hope I don't butcher this, our new title is Remember That Time When, dot, 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 right? Like, like it's it's an open-ended, <laughs> I feel like it's- add the dot, dot, dot in there? Because, yes, it'll be like our title, but then it also is the beginning of the sentence. Yeah, that will probably be said at least two times, like oh, yes. a, a recording. Yeah. Um, and with that, I think it gives us a cool avenue where we get to talk about the past and reminisce on times. Because like we talked about in the beginning, we've been friends since elementary school. Kind of elementary school, mainly junior high, but elementary school nonetheless. Yep. And we've accumulated... <laughs> So many different stories from so many different things we've done. Different points in our life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So many different points in our life with fun stuff, with stupid stuff, with hurtful stuff. Like, And it's forever ongoing. I mean, it still happens. Yeah. Even the last two weeks, I have like six things written down that like popped up. And I was like, oh, we should talk about that. <laughs> but... And, and it gives us an easier way to bring friends into this. Yeah. To come sit down and talk with us um, just about our. Like, you can talk about, they can talk about their perspectives, their point of view on the stories that we have, as we're, we're talking about our perspectives and our point of view and seeing the differences between each. Exactly. As well as their individual stories that we can learn about in depth. Yes. Because as well, as much as our friend group hangs out together, we also hang out separate in other groups a fair amount, I would say. So I think it's a cool little way to talk about all sorts of different shit. Exactly. But um, without that being said, we'll be that as our opening now, and then we'll get into our first story in season one, episode one. Yeah? To bang. To... Remember that time when we lived together? <laughs> yeah, I didn't know where you're going. Well, I mean, obviously there's a there's a lot of stories that go right. off that. But do you remember when we actually first started? When you and I decided we were going to live together in a house in Sanger. Okay. And I suggested, you know, we try to get, you know, one or two more people because you and I living together in the house would be great, but four-bedroom house, 
Like, that's a lot of space for the two of us, you know? Well, and it would have been a lot of money for part-time jobs. Exactly. For, I mean, granted, we didn't pay a lot there. It we was didn't. highway robbery, if you will. Exactly. Right, but, you're right. We would have been paying more than what we were. But, you know, I think, I don't know if you recommended getting getting Samuel, but or if I did, I don't remember, to be honest. But I think we both agreed that, as a roommate, that was a solid choice. Well, so I don't know where you're going with because I think there was a decision that we made to live together, and then there was the actual like holy shit's happening, let's live together. Yes. Because months before that, I believe it was you, me, Sam, and Emilio at Fresno State. Yes. Looking at potential houses and what our price ranges were and all that good stuff. Right? Like, there was that moment where, like, F it, let's go look at houses, let's do this. Yeah, there was that, and you're right, there's just so many stories we could talk about when it comes to that, but what I was specifically kind of hinting at was right after you, myself, and Sam, you know, were like, all right, like, this is happening, we've got this house, we're locked in, believe it or not, you know, I don't know if you just call it funny timing but you happened to hang out with Fowler that day and you know he came over to the house I I don't know if you were just showing him or whatever but he asked you that question you know like hey who's living in that fourth room and he got you and you know fast forward you're talking to me and Sam and what I'm getting at is when we had that whole Whole Are you want to talk about the meeting? Yes. Not like that active I'm like, talking of, starting. No, I'm talking okay. about the meeting. Because <sighs> let me let me um backtrack a little. I remember that day, or I remember around that time when you had told us, you know, like, hey, like we're gonna maybe have like a meeting where we all talk and see like what do we think, what are our thoughts on, you know, yeah. us living with him. And because Keep in mind, you and I, the morning I found out I got the house, went and picked you up, took you to that. Yes. And then about four or five days later, called Sam, told him about it. He didn't even look at it. He was just like, I'm in. And then he came over and was like, which one's mine? And then I think what we did a month, month and a half, us three. No. I think we were like. We did I- two weeks. For sure. Okay, maybe. I just felt, I feel like, honestly, like, we were barely, maybe moved in, if that. It was like bang, bang, for sure. Because we did two weeks. We did one week with nobody else knew. Yeah. And then we did the second week with Sam knowing and him moving in that weekend. Yeah. And then. I think that's right after, though, when Fowler came over and saw the place. I feel like Sam was already in. Before he saw the place the first time. And my, you might be right, though. Yeah. I know. It was just really quick. It was, like, one right after the other. But I remember, yeah, there was, like, a day where it was just me and Sam. And we were talking. And I know we'll have to kind of explain the reason why we're even talking about this. But Sam and I were talking, and we're just like, you know, we don't know if this is the right fit. You know? It, we, and we, we came to a decision where we were both going to, you know, be honest, say our, you know, our thoughts and our ideas and everything. And I felt like we were both on the same page. Little did I know, uh, <laughs> a little Samuel would, uh, you know, turn on me. <laughs> but that happened. And that, again, that'll, that'll, that'll come up a little later. But I guess I'll give some background or some insight to the situation itself. So, as you obviously know, but the audience is not, we have a friend, his name's Austin Fowler. Honestly, really nice guy. No, he is. He's, at at a certain point, I've considered him like a brother. Uh, you know, we've done a lot for each other. I just think that our lifestyles are different. I love him to death. I wish I would have never lived with him. Yeah. I mean, again, everyone has their certain things where it's like, okay, like 
me, I know as a roommate sometimes, me living with someone, I'm a little too controlling sometimes. There are people that are a little too messy. There are some people that are just different. Fowler, I don't think he was really that messy, to be honest. So it's not that. I think it's his lifestyle was different from the rest of ours. Oh, dude, we were, we were on complete opposite time schedules. Like the three of us and him yeah. were back. Like it was almost as if he was working night shift. Yeah. No, he was. He He basically was. But it was it was definitely like the fact that our schedules, yeah, were completely opposite. It was also the fact that like there are so many different people coming in and out of the house. And it was just like, all right, like you're new. Bye. Oh, you're new. Bye. And it was just one of those things where, hey, you know, he's a good looking guy. Say that in, you know, trace where possible. <laughs> But so I understand why, you know, so many girls came over from time to time. But, you know, at the end of the day, like for a while there, it was like the farmer's market, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I do think it was definitely like just a different style with everyone. Obviously, um, knowing what I know now. It, you really have to think how you would almost be in a relationship with somebody to live with them. Yes. Um, I think that is like a big thing that if there's any advice to anybody who hasn't lived with friends yet, really sit back and look at it. Because I knew from the rip, I don't think I would ever live with Amelia. Like when I would house sit um, for my parents and stuff, and he would come over, there was just stuff he would do when he was like living normal life that I'm like, oh my God, I would fucking fight him like for shit that he's doing yep and i think that i mean like you said and i think what we're end up getting to here in a minute is we had a meeting because we had agreed with us three we were all cool that whoever the fourth person is it needs to be a unanimous vote yeah if one person says no the answer was no yeah so and i will take fault here before we get any further, I fucked up. The three of us should have talked alone. We shouldn't have had the vote right there in front of them. Like in any world, we should have actually sat yeah. down and talked about it. I will be the first to admit that. But at the same time, like you were saying, it did happen relatively fast, like yeah. month or week. Like that's still a short period of time. Yes. And let's see. We, I lived there for three years. So it was three years ago. I was 20, 20 probably at the time when I moved in. So it was February. Yeah. You were probably 21 already. 21. But it was like so boom, boom, boom. We, it was all our first time moving out of our house except for Fowler. Yep. But yeah, I mean, I think that there was way more thought that should have went into it. I mean, clear, clearly I fucked up. And I've already said I love Fowler. I wish I never lived with him. The same way that, like, I don't wish I ever lived with our other buddy, but, like, I do think it strained my relationship living with people who don't have similar lifestyles. Well, it does. I mean, it's one of those things where naturally, like, if you're a certain way, you like you said, it's almost like a relationship. You have to think about it. You're going to be with them for a long period of time especially depending on if you sign a lease or whatever, et cetera. And so if they do certain things that you don't like or vice versa, you have to talk to them or not talk to them and you have to deal with it. And even if you talk to them, sometimes it just doesn't happen. Now I'd like to think that, you know, whenever there was issues like vice versa with Fowler, you, me or Sam or whoever, we talked to each other. I feel like no one, took anything too personal. I think that was the best open communication living situation I was in. Yeah. I think for sure. I think yeah. out of all the different variations, because when shit happened, we would send out group texts, like, we all need to talk tonight. Exactly. And we'd all go to the living room, no phones, we'd sit down and just talk yep. about whatever the hell was happening. Exactly. So I, I do agree. I think that, you know, the communication was really good. Again, I think we all had differences, but... You know, my, my, my whole point of bringing this up was 
kind of like to joke around, around with that meeting because again, like, like you said, just us, us all talking in person about it in front of him was funny and probably not well thought out. But the fact that he decided to bring some random chick that later on he realized was like Loki, like not Loki, was Heike crazy, especially because she like claimed that she was pregnant and like was having his baby at oh one my point. God, it was that one. Yes, it was that one. So like the fact that he showed up again, I I don't even I I couldn't even guess her name. If you gave if you if you told me right now if I knew her name, I'd get a billion dollars. I would still not know her name. Yeah, there's no one. So, I, I couldn't figure out the lineup. Exactly, I couldn't. Um, but yeah, so he, uh, I don't know if he, I want to say just because it's funny, but I don't think he did. I want to say he shut up late, but he also like shut up with this chick that again, none of us had ever met before. And um, again, we're just talking about him in front of him and in front of this girl, like, do we want to live with you? Do we not want to live with you? What are the pros? What are the cons? Yeah, we did pros and cons right in front of them. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't remember exactly the timeline that it went down, but Sam and I went and had dinner with them too, with Fowler and that chick at fucking De Chico's earlier that day. The same day? Yes. Oh, wow, okay. So we had dinner. I don't remember if they took off and did something else and then came back later or whatever, mm-hmm. but he he brought her nonetheless. And I was like, dude, really? Like, like we're talking about you moving in and like knowing that like you'll carry your weight. And like living with friends is more than paying your fortune. Okay. Living with friends is harder to do than living with someone you just met. Well, yeah. Because, I mean, there's way more on the line. There's expectations when you're living with a friend. Because you've known them for a while, so you think, okay, like, if I do this, you'll be straight with me, and vice versa. Yeah. But then when you start to see, like, little things here and there, and you're like, oh, like, that's that's not cool, or, you know, why are you not doing that? And it's just, like, it definitely causes certain issues with friendships, which, for me, I I feel like I, you know... I've experienced that a little bit, um, but I don't think it was that bad over there, to be honest. I didn't feel that way, um, but I was just talking. I feel like just that that meeting in general was just pretty funny, like going back and thinking about it, because like you said, the fact that like she's there and like we're talking about him in front of her, like what are we supposed to say? Uh, not even the fact that she's there, I think you take her out of the scenario, it's still fucking horrible setup. Like I did that atrociously because not only does it take one person to say no. Right. And then I started and I was like, I'm cool with it. Like it's up to you guys. Not, not only yeah, you straight up just said that. Does he know yeah. that then it goes to like the next person and all it takes is one person to say no. And then I'm going, sorry, man, can't live here. And I think as friends, I screwed the pooch right there because not only would he know who did it, because he's yeah. looking right at you. Yeah, yeah. But then I'll be the first one to say it. I have a soft spot for all my friends. Like, I feel bad when, you know what I mean? Like, when there's a situation I can help out with a little bit. Exactly. And he was in a spot where, like, he's like, I need somewhere to go. Like, they're selling the house I'm living in. Yeah. It's either I do this or this. And I was like, Well, I think it was that or he was moving to Oregon. Yeah. Which, I mean, hindsight now, he's over there doing fucking great. Obviously, I think he'd rather be here because all of his friends and shit are down here. But it, the last time I talked, he's doing fucking phenomenal. I was going to so say, financially, knows. he's doing really well up there. Well, even he has, like, a buddy living up there with him right now. So I, I think he's doing well, and he can come back whenever. But, yeah, I mean, it, the whole situation is funny. Yeah, it definitely it, was. It, <laughs> because I don't know. Were you last or second? I was last. <laughs> yes, because like I said, I I don't know if it was earlier that day. I guess it wasn't. Had there been day. a different day then since you guys went to fucking dinner? Well, it might have been. So I might have been doing something else, and they took off. And you and Sam were like talking right before it. 
because again, to my understanding, Sam and I were on the same page. We we're both a little, no. we we're both iffy. <laughs> like we both thought, you know, just based on like how we are, like, because I think, you know, as much as you claim to be like, I want to be by myself and I like doing my own thing, which I think you do. I think all of our friends do. I still think you're definitely one of the more sociable people in our friend group or you're nice enough to be like, I'll chill with everyone, even if you want to be alone. Whereas yeah. Sam and I, when we get in those moods where we're just like, I just want to fucking be alone. Mm-hmm. We, we express that and we're open about it yeah. where it can come off a little, you know, douchey or whatever. Yeah, and it's justified. Well, yeah, no, I get it. it. It's totally justified. I'm just saying like it, it comes off a certain way. We understand that and we're both fine with that. Especially but, with the creature that powers. But he we is knew so social. But we knew, like, you know, based on his personality and our personal personalities, that might not be the best fit. That's why we you know, initially we're like, okay, like if you're, you know, thinking this way, then I'm also thinking this way. Yeah. But then like you said, back to that meeting, first thing we get there, you're like, Well, I'm cool with it. It's a yes for me, up to you guys, and then Sam goes and he's just like, uh, uh, sure, yeah. And as soon as Sam said that, I'm like, well, I got two options here. I either be a total dick right now and say this right in front of him. And obviously, you're going to know it's me because the two other guys just said, yeah. So I'm like, you know what? Sure. Why not? <laughs> so I just thought that whole situation was just hilarious. Which is so funny because, correct me if you're wrong, and I might be a little out of pocket here, but you moving out eventually came down to just like the vibe being not like coherent. Yeah. Maybe coherent's wrong, but like aligned all the way through because, like you said, I can either be social or alone. Like I play around the people around me. If, If you. And Sam, we're like, I don't want to fuck with anyone. I'm just my own. I could do my own fucking thing. I don't yeah. need to talk to anybody and whatever. But at the same time, if you guys were out and about, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm here too. Like, even if I didn't want to be. Yeah. But I think, yeah, when it finally came down to the end, you had said one thing. And then about a year or so later, we were talking somewhere and you were like, I moved out because of this. <laughs> I was like, I knew it. You just didn't say it then. Like, well, it was a combination of things. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. Like, it, it really wasn't just that. Yeah, that had to play a role, definitely. But it wasn't just that. I do think, though, that for me, the, the maybe it's the older I've gotten or I don't know, maybe I just genuinely don't be <laughs> around people as much anymore. But... I think there's just certain points where, you know, I get in the mood and I'm just like, all right, like, I don't want to talk to anyone, don't want to be around anyone. And like, you know, I just get stuck like that. So I think that definitely had to play a role. Like, I I don't blame anyone particular. I'm not like, oh, like, it's this person's fault or that's person's fault. It's no one's fault. It's just like a concoction of a handful of different things. And then... It's always one thing that tips it. Like, all right, this is it. Exactly. So, and again, this is like no like hate on anyone. This is nothing like, you know. It honestly, I look back and I just think it's fucking hilarious. Especially the whole meeting. I think it's just hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was trying to be on top of it. Trying to see, and that was the thing. I think it was too much communication there. Yeah. Right, so it could have just been trying to like, yo, let me talk to the guys, we'll see what's up. It's like, ah, we just don't think it's a good fit. But then, I know it was tough because I even went to like Buffalo Wild Wings with them at some point and was like, yo, like, let's talk about you living there. I was like, this can't happen. So, like, these are all of our concerns. Like, you're drastically different, like, socially than all three of us. And I think you get to the point where like some people will think it's draining if it's like constant. And we had like a fucking good talk, and I was like, like, and then of course she's like, yeah, I have nowhere to go, and I'm like, ah, I want to care for all my friends. I mean, I did the same shit when, when our other friend who lived with me for like the last two years moved in. You know, like he was gonna do something, another like sad story, and I was like, I I have a room, yeah, like yeah. come on. But 
don't know. Yeah. The story, the way that it happened, the meeting was ridiculous. The fact that there was the chick there. It it definitely the funny thing though is you have to think about this too, because again, what this new rebranded podcast is based off of, the the amount of stories that came out of it though. Dude. Especially having him there. That is just it's gold. Whenever you get down from Oregon, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to like record three and release them like staggered. Yes. Because just to rattle off a few, there's one day we'll talk about my birthday. There's Easter, the the night before Easter. There's your birthday. <laughs> there's just random Saturday nights, yep. like random weekdays. Yep. So much quarters or hockey. So hockey, much beer pong, rage cage. So much rage just a lot. So much chugging. Yeah. Is that your first cigarette? I think so. And then you had the other one in Germany? Or was no, Germany, Germany first? was first, actually. Yeah, there we yeah. go. Then your first cigarette on American soil. Yes. Hoorah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. It would, I want to hear from his point how that was. Yeah. Because looking back on it now, I was probably too anal about certain things but i also don't think because i think that i help the standard and it helps some people so i liked the place i was living in because i wasn't afraid to talk with people about stuff yeah and if you're gonna dirty the shared living space clean if you're not gonna clean get out of my face yeah i mean it makes sense i think it's just holding people to certain standards which I think you naturally do, which I mean, I think most of our friends do, which is good, but it just, it does suck. Like when you have people that just don't, but all in all, I think, you know, living with you, Sam, Fowler, it was a good time. I think, like you said, the fact that we all had the open, honest communication did really help. I think, you know, those times that we had were pretty hilarious. So, dude, you know, just dawned on me. You moved out, and Sam got a girlfriend not too long after that. And they were both gone. You were the reason why Sam got a girlfriend. <laughs> I was the reason. That's what I'm going to correlate that to. <laughs> <laughs> just because, yeah. Well, so, basically, Sam owes me for meeting Catherine. <laughs> and him and getting married. You're welcome, Sam. Um, I have a PayPal. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> the oldest form of online currency we miss. Thanks, Elon. I think uh, before we wrap this section up, I think we should talk about the first week of us moving into the house. Because um, I think that that's like a quick one that wouldn't need its own situation. Uh-huh. But we can just like quickly get through it. Do you remember the time when... Um, I showed up, I called you on like a Saturday morning in February when normally you slept until like 11. Uh I called you like nine. I was like, yo, what are you doing? And you're just like sleeping. I was like, I'm gonna come pick you up, you ready? (laughs) What was going through your head like when that happened? Well, you didn't say anything really. You just said, I'm coming to pick you up. That's it. Yeah. So I was like, all right, like, what are we going to do? Are we going to go play basketball? We're going to go get some food. I honestly thought we were going to go eat like IHOP or something right. in the morning or Denny's. Um, that's literally like if something we've done. Like it was probably that. So I definitely wasn't expecting anything. Then obviously like when you get on like the 180. Going the opposite way. Of you're going the opposite way. I'm thinking in my head, where are we going? Like, I was genuinely just like confused. I was like, okay, we just passed your house. So it's like, we're not going there. And I'm just thinking, all right, I honestly have no idea. So that was, that was definitely, I was, I was getting a little worried. Didn't know what was going on. So then I pulled into a neighborhood. You did. And a town that 
you've probably never really been to nope. other than maybe Walmart. I've only there? been to Singer for fireworks and House Grove. That's it. <laughs> yep. So then, pulling in the neighborhood, we're driving through. I think we get like halfway into the neighborhood, and you're all, no way, because we had talked about the house before. Uh-huh. And then I pull into the driveway, you know, what the hell? What? What? And I was like, it's ours. Didn't even ask you. you <laughs> He's just like, we're moving in here. You did not. <laughs> just like, this is our house. And I'm like, what the? We walked in, opened the door. It was fucking disgusting. Yep. Um, don't run up from your family and friends um, unless they're a true landlord. If it's just somebody's house, don't fucking do it. Because I agreed. I was like, screw it. Give us the house now. We'll clean it. We'll move into it. Whatever. For the price, no deposit, all that good stuff. I mean, fucking. I mean, it was out. definitely one of those things where it's like, you know, we didn't have to do all that. So then we had to do this other stuff in return, which, I mean, I I remember walking in. I'll never forget walking into that house. And I remember seeing the kakapupu walls in the living room, in the kitchen. Then you go into the rooms. The rooms were a totally different story. My room that I ended up living in was a baby blue color. It was weird. Only on two of the walls. Two of the walls. Remember, two of them are white and two of them are, or was the whole, did we paint all four? I thought we painted the whole thing. And then Sam's room was a dark red with black graffiti all over it. Yes, it was, it was by far the creepiest room. So it's a good thing we gave it to the guy who doesn't give a shit. And then Fowler's room was like pink and black. We just had that one wall that was all wall. black. It was chalkboard. Paint. Yes. And he left it the yes. whole time he lived there. Yes. But he painted every other wall. Yes. And there was Sharpie written on the wall. <laughs> there was like somebody writing their notes on the wall. Yep. It was, it wasn't that My room, the master was kaka poo brown. It was. Like the whole, all the way in the bathroom, like yep. every, in the closet. And it took you over a year to paint that thing. Well, because at first I was like, fuck it, I'm not going to be here that long. And then it turned into like, well, shit, I'm going to buy this house. And then it turned into like, it's just dark as hell in here. I'm going to paint white so it feels bigger and brighter. And then, that's another whole story. By the time we finally paint it, you hit that fucking matches. But, (laughs) yeah, I remember painting your room. And that's being like, hey, Sam's going to be the set, the third, whenever we tell him. And we were just like, damn. And I think you were was like, let's get a chick. Like she'll be clean, she'll be homely, she'll I, bake. I think I think that was around the time when I was watching New Girl. Oh, it was. So no, I was, was I was definitely like all this. for that yeah. part. <laughs> but I don't think we really had one of those. Like we didn't have any in town that were like yeah. feasible to live with. I mean, we called one of our old friends that had just gotten back into town. But she was saving money and living with her parents, and then now lives in LA. Who was that? I don't want to say her name. Oh, but it's the infamous one. Angel Face. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. And I remember calling and just being like, "Yo, I move in," and she's like, "Oh my god, I totally would, but I'm just gonna save money and kick it with my parents." And then, yeah, we're just like, "Fuck it, we'll wait. We'll see what's happening." Our other buddy wanted to move in, but he didn't have a real job at the time, so I told him no. Who was that? The one who ended up moving in a year and a half later. Oh, gotcha. But yeah, I think all <laughs> those true. all those warrant their own story down the line. I think we have a bunch of different people to talk about that fucking house. We have a lot of to go off of that. Yeah. All right, so that's it for our remember the time. We'll wrap it up with our friend group in the next. All right, now for the closing segment of our show. It's about live radio broadcast. Um, we have two weeks of just nonsense that we kind of went about since we didn't record last week. Um, the first one I have is we played football. Two weeks ago? Last week? Yes. It's quite a bit ago now. Was it last weekend? 
I don't feel like we did any sports last weekend, so it was the weekend before that. So we played football. Um, Zane got the best of me. He did me on a go route. He did. Did me dirty. I was, in fact, talking shit. You were. And then I did not trust Dylan's arm. And I uh, let him air me out. I got Yep, it is my fault. Won't happen again. Better not, no. <laughs> but from football, the takeaway I have, Jimmy's scared of me. As long as I'm in the vicinity, he won't throw it to, at anybody over there. Yeah, poor Omar. <laughs> poor Omar, bro. He... Omar came out to play football. And, in fact, he came out. He just did not play football. <laughs> he just ran. <laughs> he just ran. Got some good jogging in that day. And, yeah. A Saturday morning sprint. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Poor guy. Other than that, oh, 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 you almost got crushed by our buddy. You guys were making a play in the end zone. You were, like, catching a ball and went down to your knees. There's no almost cut crush. I got crushed. <laughs> I got PI'd. I got grabbed on. Then I caught the ball, and while I was in the air, I felt something on my back. Little did I know, it was a human being, well over 200 pounds, <laughs> and yes, when I was falling down, I was falling down on my one leg, and it happens to be the bad leg, and I was like, I, I in my head, I was like, Dan, this is a nightmare, I'm about to fall, and this is not going to be good, but it was all right. Dude, all but that heard. noise that I made <laughs> was like... In preparation, because I well, thought like breaking. something was gonna happen. <laughs> I felt the weight on me. I felt I knew how it was going to land, and that noise was like, "Man, this is not gonna be good." Dude, all I heard from the other side, didn't see all I heard is, <laughs> like the gnarliest scream I've ever heard you yell. And we've done, like, roller coasters. We've, like, jumped off stupid shit. Like, we've done it all. And that was, like, a genuine, like, painful, fearful scream. And I look over, and you're, like, getting rolled up on. And then, like, our other buddy's doing, like, a half-neck stand because he fell over the top of you. And I was like, holy hell. And everyone was like, so, you good? You good? You okay? And you're like, yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> they were just like, what? And you're like, I thought I was going to get smashed. I just started yelling. <laughs> I mean, like I said, the way the situation was and how I came out of that, I don't know. But I got lucky. That was fun. So that happened. And I guess we'll segue it together with, um, I just have Emilio because we haven't seen the dude in like a month and a half yeah. before football. He, he's just been radio silent. He hasn't been in chats. We've only seen him Snapchatting and posting on social media. Going to raves. Raves to the beach, just hanging out with friends. Just have not seen the dude. And then randomly, you guys need one more? And he pulls up. He showed up like Batman, bro. He's just like fucking Batman, dude. Late as all hell, dressed in all black, and threw some boomerangs at people. Yeah. But showed up nonetheless, and then he disappeared again. And the next time we saw him was the fitting for Texas last weekend. Yep. And I I would be surprised if we saw him this weekend. But you never know. You never know. <sighs> maybe he'll show up Saturday. <laughs> right, maybe. But um other thing also same, I think it was the same weekend as football. You guys had a Yu-Gi-Oh tournament? We did. Which you came in. I came in second. An asterisk second or like for sure second? An asterisk second because technically we stopped when it was me, Jimmy, and Timmy left. But I have no doubt in my mind I was going to beat Jimmy. Uh, Timmy, I was the only one that won a match against him that night. I think I had the potential to win, but... It was like one in the morning and we were playing football 
that right next, the next morning. Day. So we were all like, all right, you know, we got to go to bed. I figured how late it was, too. I was like, there's no way Jimmy's coming to football the next morning, but he was there. I mean, I think everybody was out pretty late that night. Yeah. We all made it surprisingly. Yeah. So that was good. Um, the other thing I have down, I have weddings, plural, because plural. obviously I'm getting married. Are um, you? I think so. That's what I was told. Um, but that's why we got fitted uh, last weekend for suits and whatnot. Figured all that out. And then we also found out last weekend, right? Or was it the weekend before? I think it was last weekend. I think it was last weekend. Was it? Wasn't it the weekend you helped me move the couch? It was two weekends ago? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was all the same stuff, though. Like, it all happened during that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. same time frame. Yeah. We are groomsmen in Senor Sam's wedding. Yeah. We're bringing that out, huh? Yeah, out of the blue. All right. Okay, why not? I thought we were locking that in. All right, I'm cool. You got picked, or what is it? I know, I'm just, I wasn't Granted. sure, like, if we were trying to keep it on the download for a while or not. Well, I mean, technically, we haven't been talked to by Sam yet. This is true. We were talked to by wifey. We've, uh, I've, I've, I've never really heard of your, the fiance is asking, um, you know. The bride is. The bride, you know, is asking, like, the, you know. She was voluntolding us. Pretty much. <laughs> hey, um, one, you're invited to the wedding, and two, two, you're also going to be in said wedding. And my response was, oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. So, wow. Does that mean we have to do another touch screen? I don't know. I tried to ask her, like, what was happening with that, and she was like, do you own a touch? And I was like, no. Or, <laughs> are we wearing, like, and I'm wearing, like, khakis and like uh, dude i asked i was like we can go yeehaw like it's not how to buy boots we'll get some hats like that's a thing and she replied to she's i'll get up, a flannel she's grown up catholic so we're probably doing the church on the end so it's probably soup okay so damn i was really looking forward to wearing a flannel and a cowboy hat right be casual but um that's fun that's coming up that's the week before my wedding yep so we have that. We have fantasy football coming up. Yes, we do. First draft this weekend. Your boy's got the number one pick in both his leagues. And he's taking Christian McCaffrey, dad. <laughs> Which took some convincing. I don't think you were sold in on him until you heard us talk about him so much. I mean, I, I wasn't sold on staying at the number one pick. But I kind of had an idea for the most part. Like, if I am going to take the number one pick, it probably would be him. Mm -hmm. I think a little bit of me thought about Dalvin Cook. But in the end, you know, they've all been injured, including McCaffrey. But Cook's injuries scare me more than McCaffrey's. Right. So, like, traditionally, McCaffrey's injury isn't a high percentage of re-injury. Exactly. Compared to, like, Dalvin Cook's where, like, it happens all the time. Exactly. Especially with those ACLs, it is scary. Right. So, question here. If I would have waited and let you text me for the five, do you think you would have went through with it? I don't know. Because I remembered, like, the week before, you're like, oh, I don't want to be at the beginning. Like, I like the five, I like the middle. And then when it played that way, Already in my head when your name got pulled and I got pulled five, I was like, hey, maybe I'll text him. And then you put out the text in our group chat and was like, anybody who's interested, like, I'm And I was, one. I was. And then, like I said, I, Omar had talked to me. And yeah, it's always way more beneficial when you live with the guy because you can just, like, go and talk to him. Yeah. And it's so much easier. But. Then I was like, oh, he said the five before, I'll throw it out. And then immediately you replied and you're like, LOL, I was going to text you. And I was like, fuck, I should have just waited. Like, <laughs> if I would have let you come to me, it might have been like a, hey, you down? I was like, yep. And then it would have been over. Yep. 
instead of like, yeah, let me know. Because then, what, two days later, like, I'm staying with it. I mean, I think it was also like the fact where typically in like, in more than one fantasy draft, you almost never get to draft the same guy round one. Right. So like, for me in my head, I'm like, all right, it's, it's like, what are the odds in, you know, the both of the fantasy drafts I'm in, I have the number one pick, which means that I'm guaranteed to have whoever I choose in both drafts. And if I'm going to choose the same person, which of course I would, I don't have to worry then. Obviously, if my pick gets hurt, my pick gets hurt. But in like other leagues, like I could draft Saquon, I could draft Dalvin Cook, and they could both get hurt. And just like, dang. I mean, quite literally, anybody could get hurt any week. Exactly. It's the true name of the game, right? It's just high percentage of gambling. Yeah. But at least I kind of get to see, too, though, since I'm drafting from the same spot. You know, since we have one draft a week before the other, you know, how I would draft up in a number one spot. I know the drafts as a whole are going to be different because it's different people. Yeah. But... I can see how I draft and like what what kind of is around there, you know. Right. So it'll be interesting. I'm looking forward to it. I am too. I think it'll be it'll be cool. I I'm like itching to draft. Yep. So I always think it's the funnest time of the year. Yep. And I mean, like you said, whatever happens happens after that. Literally anybody can hurt get hurt at any minute. I think it's just fun seeing your team. Because in that moment that you see your team, you're like, unless oh, you're just a I, bad yeah. drafter, <laughs> like you see your team, you're like, oh man, this is great. But then you get to look at other teams and you're like, oh, that team sucks. Or, oh man, that team's stat. Or, oh, who knows? That could be a, you know, big hit or a big miss kind of team. So, I had like one year, last year in the league we were drafting for this Saturday, my dad's league, we finished and I was just like, like, no, 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 it was our league last year because I took like Derrick Henry and then the Raiders running back, Jacobs. Yeah, and I remember like finishing the draft, and I could have so much better than Jacobs, like right there. And like, if I mean, I ended up trading and getting rid of him because he's pointless last year, yeah. But yeah, I remember that one. I, I actually looked away from it and I was like, I uh, <laughs> like, I've never had that, yeah. I also took like Mahomes in the fourth or something. It was just a weird. Yeah. But yeah, for the most part, as soon as you end, you're like, I am the best team in the league. Nobody talked to me. Yep. I'm better than everyone. Until week one. Right. And everything's off the table again. Um, we went to Applebee's this week. It's been a cool minute, I think, since. I mean, you've been there a few times. I have. That was my first time back was it yeah well no no no. we went with Ernest not too long ago that is true yeah we went that night but you were just like yo let's go and you texted at like six right and was like I need a drink tonight yep let's go to these and like down let's get it yep and Joe dog was like down we had the apartment also on the north side up here say down. Well, we had Christian say down. Yeah. And from there, we were waiting, and I guess the other roommate over there also told him he was down, but didn't tell anybody didn't else. Tell us until until I already down. said, hey, I'm putting a name down right now. So, and then, of course, yeah, late response. And then we come to realize when Joey got there that they closed at 10. Yeah, thank God Joey saw. Yeah. Because our two friends on this side of town didn't begin to leave their apartment until 9.30. And it is probably a 20-minute drive from here to there if you catch bad lights. Yep. So 9.30 closes at 10. Granted, you had told everyone you were getting there early. I was going to say, like – I said be there at nine because I was intentionally getting there early. That way, no one had to wait. And the fact that it was nine thirty, and it was just you, me, and Joey, 
like I I didn't really feel bad. I was no, like, I, didn't. I was like, all right, you guys like took too long. Like even if you said you had homework or told us, we still told you when we were going. Exactly. And then I mean, we can't change the time so for the close. So. No, you cannot. That happened. That was just pretty funny. Like the thought process behind that, because like. I, if I had something to do, I would give you a more outlined timeline Yeah. of, like, what was happening, you know? But, hey, it is what it is. Yeah. No, it's still a good time. And then, I have one more thing, but do you have anything else that stood out to you the last two weeks? Um, well, I don't want to talk about it too much, but uh, a couple of us went out last... Uh, Last Friday, yeah. Friday night, it, it was pretty fun. You know, some people got a little cray cray than they should have. You got another not, bottle. Not gonna name any names, but you know, it was it was also fun seeing an old friend I haven't seen, you know, this particular individual in quite a long time. So it's pretty cool got to see them. But all in all, it was a good time. But I don't know. We'll see how long it takes till we do it again. Would you do it again tomorrow night? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I think he says that, and then he'll get a text tomorrow night and then be out. So we'll see. I'm calling bluff. I may but, uh, maybe uh, tied up in other adventures. <laughs> That's fine. All right. Last thing I want to close out with: wedding in November. It's mid-August now. We both got to lose some weight. We do. Have you heard of the 75 hard? Like on TikTok? 75 hard. Yes. I have nothing good to say about that. You've heard of it though? No. They don't give you nothing to say. Not nothing good. <laughs> nothing appropriate to say about that. <laughs> All right. Anyway, let me just give you right now what it is. And before you freak out, I'm just going to give you a rundown of what it is, and then we're going to elaborate. So it's a challenge. Some dude that was yoked on TikTok was like, do this, you'll look like me. Right? Unbelievable. Anyway, okay. <laughs> it's follow a diet, no cheating. It doesn't matter what the diet is. You just have to follow it. Okay? One 45-minute workout anywhere, and one 45-minute workout outside so you're getting sun you're in the air you're out it's not just a week gym. or a day hold on drink one gallon of water you have to take a progress picture every day and you have to read 10 minutes of a book and it can't be fiction it can't be fiction yes and you it's all of those are a day for 75 days. So you're saying I need to drink a gallon of water every day. I need to exercise twice for 45 minutes, one outside, one inside. One anywhere. One has to for sure be outside. The other one could also be outside. They just both can't be inside. And I have to read a book. Don't forget you. And I have to stay consistent and not cheat. Wait, what about you get a cheat day? You get one cheat day? No. You get no cheat days. Not even the weekend? No. So hold on, hold on, hold on. That's the 75 hard. I'm proposing the 45 soft. (laughs) Why do both of these sound terrible? I mean, I think there's supposed to be some sort of, like, undertone to it, you know? But the one I'm proposing is 45 days. Are you picking 45 days because... No, I don't know. Does that line up to anything or no? No, but I think it's like long enough to where... How many days till we pick up our cuts? I don't know. We have to pick it up in October. I think November 16th is like the day we have to pick it up. I think that's what they're receiving. So I think this will end like a week or two before that. But with that, the rules are follow a diet, uh-huh. one cheat day. One cheat day. 
You get to pick your cheat Saturday's day. my cheat day. Okay, you already bought in before it. One 45-minute workout. Minimum. Okay. Either outside or at the gym. Okay. Still drinking a gallon of water. You need to try to get through a gallon. You take a progress picture. And then still 10 minutes of reading, but it can be fiction. So when you take the picture, are you supposed to have your shirt off? Progress. I mean, yeah, however you want to see it. What's the point behind the reading? I think it's just, just to challenge your brain? I think it's just getting away from screen time. So I think downtime, you're like throwing a show, you'll be on your phone. or like. So uh, does downtime consider me, uh, you know, having my Yu-Gi-Oh cards? <laughs> you're reading your Yu-Gi-Oh cards? I mean, I'm, uh, I'm getting, you know, enhanced by them. Stupid. I just make it a book. Find, find <laughs> something that, I don't know. Some people's challenges in the hard. They said that the book had to be like an autobiography, like self-help type book. Can I listen to it or do I have to read no, it? No, dumbass. You have, you have to sit down and get away from the world. You like have to read it. I can't listen to an audio book? No, that's cheating. Anybody can do that shit. Ugh. Ten minutes could be nonfiction. Just start reading manga, dude. Just start reading manga. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be ahead. I don't want to be ahead. We're getting old manga. I don't know. <laughs> But what do you think? The 45 soft. Yeah, or chub. You can call it that. It just sounds so wrong. I mean, it's supposed to be a little bit wrong, right? I mean, I think everything on there is. You're really hung up on reading? (laughs) You you graduated college and you can't read? I am scarred from reading, okay? You didn't go to high school where you had to read a whole book every two weeks. And get a new book. I, I, I had to read over like 80 books in four years, and I'm over books. Even in high school, except for like the two we had to read. Yeah, I had to read a book every two, three weeks, and I had to take a quiz on it, so I had to actually read the dang thing. You had AR points in high school? No, it wasn't AR points. It was part of my English class. You guys all had to read the same book? Yes, they all gave Why us the same cheat? book. Because there's a bunch of goody two-shoes there. There's a bunch of goody two-shoes. But you're just like, oh my god, we should talk about the book. Like, it was so good. And then they took the answers. Well, not all of them. And some of them would be like, what did Timmy say to Johnny when they were talking about the accident? And you had to know specifically what was going on. Didn't you have like Alec and fucking Alex and whatever the hell your friends? We were on the same boat. We didn't read. (laughs) You guys didn't rotate? Dude, if you guys are smart, how we did that college class, we would have, you guys would have done, you read a book this two weeks, I'll read it the next one, you read it the next one, and you read a book, one book every six weeks instead of one every two weeks. Well, you know what? None of us wanted to read. <laughs> Fair. So the the reading's really the thing for you. I mean, it's doable. Because you're just gonna lie to me. You're just not. I would probably lie to, lie to you. I mean, <laughs> if you take out the reading, yeah. All right, fuck it. If you want to read, you can read. Reading's optional. That's how I'm lying. I'm just being honest. That's funny. All right, starting Monday? This Monday? Yeah. Not cheat three all, Mondays from cheat now? all weekend, <laughs> do you think? So hey. I need someone to get in and out tomorrow? Yeah, and I think that if you set a certain diet, you can eat in and out often. What if the diet I want to set is pescatarian? Why would you go pescatarian? I don't know. I like fish. But it's going to be hard. Like, that's not a diet you can keep. Who says? I if you go pescatarian, I give you three weeks. Three not days. not even three. I'm gonna say three days. Three days. I'm gonna say three days. Because I think you get to the point. Either you're not gonna eat. Either you're not gonna eat, or you're gonna have one meal at night. And because you're like, I I baked salmon, and right. that's your fucking what, thing. What what diet are you gonna do? 
I'm not going to do like a diet, but I'm going to figure like out my calories. calories. Yeah. I'm going to find a limit and that's what it's going to be. And that's going to be the diet I'm following. That's kind of what I'm already doing. But are you eating up to your number every day? Or are you eating like one big nasty meal at the end of the night? I am having one coffee around lunchtime and then I'm eating something for dinner. That's not what you're doing. That's not enough calories because if you really pay attention to shit, if you don't get your enough daily calories, you also can't lose weight. Well, I think I'm at my calories today after eating tikus. Yeah, I mean, that's bread and breaded chicken. So, of course, we did. Exactly. Or rice and breaded chicken. And I did one less scoop of rice today, and you were so upset. Yeah, you fucked us. I did. You got us freaking salad. It was an accident. You didn't touch the salad. <laughs> no, you didn't. Hey, mine was good. But, all right, starting Monday, figure out your shit. Or you can stay fat. It's up to you. No. It's not fat shaming. It's just sal shaming. You know what, hell? He, he walked up to me and was like, I'm going to be in better shape than you by your wedding. Fat fucking chance, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's a big talk over there, buddy. We'll see. I don't have to look for anyone anymore. I'm getting married. Exactly. You still got to look good. These are your, your you parties. You want to show up like Jabba the Hutt at your wedding? Go ahead. Fuck yeah, bro. <laughs> All right. We'll see. <laughs> Jabba the Hutt. <laughs> All right. Turn us off. Bon voyage. That's all I got, bitch.